Hey, good morning or good afternoon or good evening whenever you're watching this. Uh, my name is Brian. I'm the pastor over at Woodenville, and I'm stoked. This is day 251 of the One Year Bible. If you're still reading with us, man, I'm pumped. I'm excited. I know it's a bit of a grind, but it is so meaningful and powerful at the end of the day. So glad you're here with us. I got a good buddy of mine, special friend. His name's Ed. I can't pronounce his last name. Do it for us. Valareso. There you go. Ed Valareso. That's good. That's good. More or less. Yeah. Uh, but he's here. He's going to help me break down uh, day 251. But first, Ed, tell us a little bit about what you do with your job. I love what you do. Super creative and interesting. Thanks, Brian. Buenos dias. Buenas tardes. Ed Valarezo here. And, uh, you know, my first job is husband and then father. Two beautiful kids. Love it. Um, but for work, I work for Facebook Reality Labs, and I'm specifically working on AR hardware, which okay. is kind of the future of where things are going. Um, yeah. Sweet. I, what I love is he's making 360 videos. I mean, all sorts of really cool stuff. And the, the Oculus, right? Or within the realm of sure, Oculus, yeah. right? Um, I've used Oculus a few times. Maybe you've used some sort of the, the augmented reality glasses. And the reason why I think that's interesting specifically to our reading today is that when you put those glasses on, you see a whole new world. But it's the same world that you would see with, with your eyes, except it's just at a different view or a different angle, kind of. Well, where, where we're going to be today, we're in the very first chapter of Isaiah today. And Isaiah, it kicks off in the first chapter, and it says that God spoke to Isaiah through dreams. And what I love about that is like our dreams or how God speaks to us, which by the way, I do believe God still speaks to us through dreams. And what happens is God is speaking the same things that we normally see and hear just in a different way through our dreams. And so he's doing this with Isaiah as I thought it was kind of interesting that here, uh, one of my good buddies is helping me and he's talking about and working with on a regular basis this. I thought it would give an interesting perspective. So with Isaiah, we're kicking it off. What stuck out to you for the overarching theme of Isaiah? Yes, yeah, so to break it down a little bit more, like virtual reality, you go into this world and like you're just in this different world. And so what I'm working on is augmented reality. So it's going to be in the world that we're in now, but you'll be able to see things that typically wouldn't stand out. So like if I forgot your name, I'd be able to see your name or, you know, be able to see the price of something else, something like that. And so it's making things almost like more real. Hmm. And when I think about the book of Isaiah, like I actually read it and watched some videos on it to help me understand. And there's this, you know, he's telling this story to people and telling them what's going to happen. And people are like not believing it. It's like mm. it's like virtual to them. Yeah. And then it starts coming true. And it's like, oh, well, this is actually happening. But then at the end, really what I took out of it is like <laughs> it's like being in a tunnel and there's a light at the end. But you don't see the light. Someone's telling you that there's a light at the end. And so overall, the message I got was that there's hope. Yeah, yeah, there is. And this theme of Isaiah, it's like a whole bunch of bad and some good, a whole bunch of bad and some good. And specifically in that Isaiah section, the thing that stuck out to me in the first and second chapter was the fact that they w all these people were bringing God all these gifts. And essentially what they were trying to do is they were trying to buy God's allegiance to them. They were trying to influence and sway God. And God was like, no. I don't want any of what you're trying to offer me because that's not who I am or what I'm interested in. He doesn't care about gifts. And what he says is, I care about your heart. I care about this thing that you might not be able to see, 
but is probably the most important thing. And what I love is we'll, we'll talk about a little bit, a little bit later is it's like thematic throughout the whole Bible. God talks about the heart. He talks about the fact that he doesn't want what we try and offer him. We can't buy God with stuff like that's just not how God works. Um, and then we go into New Testament. We're in a second Corinthians chapter 10 on day 251. And Paul is the writer of second Corinthians. I love Paul, by the way, because he's a straight shooter. I appreciate guys who are straight shooters. He just kind of lays it out and tells you how it is. And specifically, what I, what's interesting about the books of First and Second Corinthians is they were written specifically to like the early church. So everything that was going on in the early church in that time in Corinth, he was like correcting, adjusting, calling people out. But yet it's the same thing that we deal with today, and that's why it's still authoritative to us. So Within that, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, what was the big thing that stuck out to you? For me, it was the boasting piece. Um, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Like, that really stood out to me. And I feel like today in age, we live in a world where it's like, it's so natural to boast about everything. Like, I work for Facebook, right? And so everybody's posting everything on Instagram and on Facebook. And uh, I actually just, just bought a new car, uh, used but new car. Sweet car. And, uh, you know, my whole life, every time, you know, I go from golf to golf to golf, it's always been like, yeah, I got this and oh, that. Well, and VW golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, this time I was like, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't need to. I don't feel like I need to. I don't feel like I have to. I don't want to come off as boasting. Like, I'm thankful for what I have. Yeah. I'm blessed with what I have. But I'm going to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I like that because, again, this theme that he's saying in Second in second Corinthians that all these guys in the church in Corinth guys, men and women were boasting and they're boasting not about even stuff. They were boasting about who's doing what ministry, who's more successful and more popular. And what's so funny about that is like, it's all the same. There's nothing new under the sun. People are proud. It's one of our defaults and character defects as human beings is like, we try to immediately have people look at us and focus on us. Um, and again, this theme is all through the Bible. If you read the Bible enough times, you start hearing these generic themes. This is one of the themes where you look, read in Isaiah, God's saying, I don't want your stuff. I want your heart. And when you really read about boasting, it's the same exact thing. God doesn't want your pride. God doesn't want what you think is valuable. God wants your heart. So for me, this morning, this afternoon, this evening, wherever you're listening to this or, or watching this, my big question for you is, if you really self-reflect, are you trying to buy God's love in some way? Are you trying to read the Bible more? Are you trying to go to church more? Are you trying to just help other people? But you're doing it because you think God doesn't love you enough. God wants us to live the right way and serve other people because we love other people, but we don't do it because it's some transactional thing with God. God loves us. He loves you, and he doesn't ha have to be bought by anything uh, we try and do for him. Any other random thoughts before I, I close things out, Ed? Anything you're thinking about? I'm just thankful for being able to do this and uh, share a little bit about what I do and um, connect it to what the scripture is telling us. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you're at. doesn't matter what job you have. We all have the same calling if we're trying to read the Bible and follow Jesus. It's less of us, more of other people. 
less of us and focused on God. So at the end of the day, just know we love you. Truly, I'm praying for you. I'm excited that our church is faithfully walking through the Bible and trying to follow Jesus. That's what it's all about. It's not about what we can give. It's more about what our heart is all about. Love you guys. Have a great rest of the days.